Welcome to This Week in Our Collective Heads. I'm Kevin. I'm Patrick. And we are Twiatch. We are. And today, for the news, for this week, video games. We're going to talk about Arisa, who we uh, forgot to mention last yeah, week. Yeah, unfortunate. Our bad. Yeah. Please don't <laughs> smash us. I, I, think she, smash. I think she would smash. She would smash. She would smash. I would smash. So, hear about that. Hear about what's coming to PlayStation now. Should you care? Maybe. And weird Nintendo pricing. Weird, really weird Nintendo pricing. And for Colin Moriarty, we'll tell you why we're taking the shots after this. This weekend, our collective heads wanna put an old rumor to bed. Stereotype that you've all heard how we're all just angry video game nerds. Most of us have actual jobs, kids and families, and cats and dogs. Yeah, this weekend, our collective heads. This weekend, our collective heads. Welcome back to This Week in Our Collective Heads. I'm Patrick. I'm Kevin. As you've already heard. But uh, we're here talking about gaming news like we do every single week. Mm -hmm. Usually we start this off by talking about gaming, the uh, backwards compatible uh, games with Xbox One. Uh, Major Nelson didn't give us any this yeah. week. Um, but they're they're up over 300 now. Maybe they think it's time to calm down. It's not. It's not. Keep keep going. Keep going. We, we love them. And we like making them up whenever we uh, <laughs> whenever we have no idea what it is. Just start tweeting fake ones. We'll, we'll fill it in yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that'll be fine. <laughs> I would Maybe he already has. Ooh. And we didn't know. Research that. <laughs> okay. We did. So uh, so the, the shots at the beginning of bourbon, yep. for you, Colin, was actually because uh, the kind of funny... Kind of funny as a group that that we kind of admire and have for a long time. Yeah. And it was it was it was that and beyond. Like Colin and Greg was like like a teaming up. Yeah. That I really enjoyed. That I I like to think mm -hmm. that I am able to to kind of bring some of what I learned from them to this show and how to do a good podcast, conversational podcast. Definitely, definitely. And uh, over over a tweet on National Women's Day, he did a tweet. A bunch of people blew up about it. And he's decided to leave kind of funny. I'm I'm not thrilled. Um, I'm, 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 I'm pretty bummed out. I'm really not. Um, I mean, I was really enjoying uh, Colin was right. Um, and that's and that's where a lot of his energy has gone lately. Yeah. And that's that's that is a that is a fact based. Here are stats. Here is how to be informed on these topics. Yeah. Here's my thought process on it. Not necessarily, and and I love that the the idea of the show was not necessarily. Here's why I'm right, which the the title is a joke really right. more than anything because of the constant you know uh, hashtag column was right. It's more of like conversation starters and hey yeah. this is something interesting. Let's let's talk about this well, something you may have not thought of. Well, like one of the ones that he talks about is actually going to be our uh, our topic of next week. He talks about how free to play is infecting console gaming yes. and how it's how it's driving kind of a just push anything out. Yeah, and and. That's that's a, a problem, and it, it messes with the way that video games are, are created, the way that they're presented, and our ability to find interesting indie games. Yeah. And so he has a whole conversation about that. So next week's topic of the episode show, we're going to be talking about free-to-play. And whether you agree with that or not, that might be something interesting for you to watch on YouTube. 
this week. Definitely. So tweet to us at Twiatch. We're Twiatch everywhere except for uh, um, Twitch. But we're Twiatch and YouTube. We're Twiatch on Twitter and Facebook. So tweet to us. Send us a Facebook message. Uh, whatever you'd like. Subscribe to us on YouTube if you haven't already. Uh, we'll keep giving you the news like we do here as well as other cool stuff. Exactly. So one of the pieces that we missed from last week, uh, Overwatch talked about their their next hero that they're going to put out. She is Orissa, or OR15A, which is her model number, as I'm going to call it. Yeah. So uh, she looks she looks really interesting. Uh, there was a really tank heavy meta for a little while, and so as a result, we ended up with a lot of uh, just you know you have to have Reinhardt. Yeah. Every time. If you don't have Reinhardt, you're just, you're just gonna lose. And what are you doing? And why are you why are you playing this game? Yeah. And that was that was a lot less fun, and there was a lot less variety. I think I think that that Arisa brings more variety, and her her kit is a lot more interesting mm-hmm. than Reinhardt's. Like you can you can play Reinhardt really well. You can you know th- there are people who are who are better or worse. You can have an aggressive Reinhardt, but for the most part, he's not. He's not an exciting, fun, weird character. No, he's not. He's and there because you need him. Yeah, and she's and she's got serious. like she can throw a shield and she can uh, shoot out this. It, it kind of looks like the uh, the plasma cannon alt fire from uh, from Unreal Tournament. Yeah, and then she activates it. And it just kind of graviton surges everybody yeah. together, which I think would be fun for like pulling Hanzo's off of ledges and oh, yeah. stuff. I think I think Some, that that sounds like a lot of fun. Someone needs to get him off of a freaking ledge. Another thing yeah. that I don't know if you could pull off, but I think there will probably be spots in the map where you can peek around a corner, fire it off, and then see if you can jerk people off the edge. Yeah. I, I want to see those kills. Yeah. So send us send us those those kills those clips. Yeah. So yeah, I think she's going to be a lot of fun. And then from a story perspective, mm-hmm. I think she'll be fun because this moves the timeline forward. Yeah. Everybody else has been, oh, this is a character that's always been there. Sombra was involved with Widowmaker. She had, she knew uh, uh, Reaper, and like they they had something there. Whereas Orisa is a new, just created character in the timeline, and I think that'll be a lot of fun. That's very meta. It because she is a new character. And a new character. I know nothing about the timeline. Yeah, I know there. Timeline's fun. I know there's the the um, the animated uh, stuff and the comic books. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say, as a person who doesn't know about the timeline, who doesn't really know about the story, you can play Overwatch and not care about that. Yeah, absolutely. And just have fun. And I think that's really cool about it because uh, there is some really cool stuff in regards to story from what I've heard. Um, I like the different archetypes and I like the different quirks uh, about the different characters. Yeah. Um, and uh, we, we had one uh, recently that was, uh, I don't know the character name, the uh, person's on the spectrum. Uh, yeah, Symmetra. Yeah. Uh, that was confirmed by, by Jeff via physical mail, which was fun. What? Um, but they, they, they had a, like that a trash that talk. you get, like that trash that the guy in the truck gives you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every the week. God, I hate it. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> um, but but yeah. So so like, uh, she she talked about being on the spectrum, and there's also a dice talk that I tweeted out a couple weeks ago, where Kaplan was talking about um, how in their in their desire to be inclusive, it yeah. was like. Oh yeah, that one. That'd be a fun character. This would be a fun character. This would be a fun character. Yeah. He said that um, in 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 pursuing inclusiveness, they found diversity. 
Oh yeah, yeah. And so it it wasn't. Oh well, we need a Mexican now. Mm-hmm. Oh, we need an Egyptian grandmother because that I don't think that was a demographic they were going for. They just created these yeah. characters and and filled them out and everything. I think was, the, the beauty of it is, and I think I've I've described it as this before. Uh, if I haven't, uh, I apologize. Uh, no, I swear I have. Uh, Overwatch is the non-racist Street Fighter. Yeah. Because you have these archetypes that are, uh, they're different origins, they're different ethnicities, they're yeah. different backgrounds, they're different sexualities. They're di- but that it, that's that's not the basis of their character. Correct. It's a facet of it. Just Correct. like people. Yeah, just like people. They, you know, a specific character happens to be uh, bisexual or gay or whatever. Yeah. But that's not the most important part of the character. Right, and that's that's how Symmetris came out. Is at one point she says that uh, that she's she's on the spectrum, mm-hmm. and she says. But some of those things that that uh, that some of those features, mm-hmm. instead of being a hindrance, allow her to focus because yeah. that's how that works. It makes sense. Yeah, and being, so, on, being on the spectrum that makes sense. I can <laughs> tunnel vision and focus. Yeah, and yeah. So I think that's cool. That's really cool. So speaking of focusing, I beat three missions on Neo today. Yeah. And now I have sloth. And oh my gosh, that is OP. Is okay. Sloth. Sloth <laughs> is OP, but I will warn you. Okay. Do not use it against the the big ogre guy. The big ogre. The guy. big ogre onis. Uh, they're the like the really tall, slow moving, flesh colored oni. Okay. I'm sure you've ran into one by this point. All right. Don't use it on them because his t- attacks are already really slow, uh-huh. and it actually will mess up your timing. At least it does for me. It messes up my timing because I assume he's going to attack at a certain point, yeah. and he still doesn't attack. And and the way that the AI works in this is they can p- still pivot and attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're still tracking. Yeah, so they're still yep. tracking you. So you will think you're good, and he rotates and hits you. So use it on the lickers. Mm-hmm. As I call them, yeah. the, the liquors, yeah, very and, much so. and use them on. I don't think you've ran across this, but the ninja oni. I have. Okay, use it on the ninja oni. The big, he's the. I big. mean, I guess I could do that, but I'd rather just kill them and move on. No, no, no the nin, no, the ninja, the the giant ninja oni. Yeah. How do you kill them and move on? You dodge behind them. You dodge. <laughs> you you dodge through. You can't dodge to the side. You have to dodge, like, through him. I thought I did that. I thought I did that, then he backflipped and then landed on me and killed me. Okay. It's the same. Well, I've only fought one. Okay. And I killed him first time. So maybe I got lucky, or maybe I'm just that good. You might be. Yeah. <laughs> but you know it is just that good? Hmm. Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo is just that good. Gran Turismo is a, is a great racing uh, franchise, and that's coming from a guy who plays way too many fra- uh, racing games uh, <laughs> yeah. just for you people, uh, for you people who like the Gold Plus Roundup and, and hear about all the, the racing games. Yeah. Uh, I, I, lo- I always like the Gran Turismo series because it is a good balance of uh, of accurate but not too accurate where you're not having fun yeah i think forza and uh and uh what was the one recently that came out see they all blend together yeah Um, but like forza forza does a lot more about like like racing lines and wants you to want you to follow this very specific path where uh gran turismo is like yeah but like I could go through the grass here. It'd be, it'd be <laughs> fine. It'd be fine. Don't even don't even worry You're about good. it. Yeah, yeah. And that's and that's that's what I get a kick out of. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, that's 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 kind of my thing. So they're going to have a closed beta. It starts March seventeenth in the U.S. Yep. My problem with this yeah. is it closed. 
It's it's a closed beta. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Okay. But they're sending out invitations to random PSN users. There's no place to sign up and be like, ooh, 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 I want to play it, I want to play yeah. it. Because I, I don't know what kind of, like, I mean, it's it, it's just going to be random who you're going to get. And you're, you, you should have a demographic of people who are enthusiastic about it yeah. and people who are kind of sort of somewhat mm-hmm. interested. But like uh, like the Overwatch demo, we talk about that regularly. Yep. That caused me to buy the game. I'm not buying Gran Turismo Sport until I have played it. The open beta for Neo is mm-hmm. what got me to buy Neo. Yeah. I was, as a Souls fanatic, uh, not fanatic, as a Souls fan, yeah. uh, I already was intrigued by Neo, but mm-hmm. I was afraid it was going to be another uh, Dark Souls clone, Lords of the Fallen, which was a uh, which was a poor attempt at a Dark Souls clone. It's not a bad game; it's just it's trying to be Dark Souls. Yeah. And I was worried Neo was going to be that. They did an open beta on that. It got mm-hmm. me sucked into it, and yeah. I played all weekend. Yeah. I it beat was, it, it was, four times. Yeah, it was so much fun. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So uh, a game that's that difficult, I beat four times. I think I put twelve hours into it on the weekend. Yeah. That is not something I normally do especially on betas yeah. so i wish this was open we could get more inclusive as we were just talking about exactly and inclusion uh, is good yes it is yes yeah. so unfortunate but we'll um yeah we'll see what happens on it i'm, I'm curious and hopeful yeah uh, on that one but and like as far as as far as like like free free samples and yeah. demo weekends and stuff like that uh steep and uh infinite warfare were free this past weekend mm-hmm. so like they're kind of getting it, and those yeah. are things that you the the main the main demographic that they're looking for is people that want to play online with other people, and they demo that, and then they're like, "Do you want some more?" And it's not like the like if if it was like a mostly a single player game, Gran Turismo Sport is not mostly going to be a single player game that you get through the story in a weekend. It's like, ooh, I want to try out the tracks, I want to build up my cars, yeah. I want to race against you know Ferraris and yeah. whatever. Anyone who's going to want to play that game is going to keep playing that game. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 got a lot of replayability, mm-hmm. and and you can shave down your times, and you can try different cars mm-hmm. and different builds and all that kind of stuff. It's 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 a great sample. Version, yeah, if you will. Speaking of great samplers, mm. PlayStation Now has a new has a new uh, news as of today. Right. The 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 news as of today mm-hmm. is that PlayStation Now users are going to be selectively sampled to play PS4 games. Yes, with the streaming. Service. Which of course, meaning selectively sampled, meaning eventually that's probably that's going to be something down the line that they're going to be adding. Yeah. So that's the uh, idea. it's 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 going to come. They said this year. Whatever that is. One telling thing about it, they did not give us a list of games that you're going to be able to play. They said, here are the top seven games that people liked playing. Those are the top top seven games that people like playing for PS3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What what you're playing now. They didn't didn't give us any information on what's coming out. A handful of others were on there, which which would make perfect sense. Um, I got Red Dead for free, so I don't know why. But... um, yeah, I think that I think that's cool that they're that they're adding this. I'm just curious about the the list of games. Like you mentioned, uh, Xbox uh, is starting their games uh, program, which will let you download games, which include Xbox One games. Yep. They're so far they're not they're not a magnificent, and I don't think I don't think you're gonna in either one of these. I don't think you're gonna get a game within like say a year 
of the game being yeah. released. I don't think yeah. that's right. You're going to cannibalize your own market. But if I can play, uh, you know, uh, Halo 5 now. Mm -hmm. It's been out for, what, a year and a half? Yeah. So, I mean, come on. Uh, Halo 5 by the end of the year makes sense. So in this, I think they're going to start off with games that were relative, pretty much launch titles for PS4, which is unfortunate. But I think they're going to start with that. You're going to have an uh, uh, incrementing up, but easy titles on there will be like Resogun and some others, which are good games. Yeah. Uh, that you could that you could use with a service. Um, I'm curious which good AAA games will be on here. Just cause uh, three, maybe. I, I don't know. Don't know. I don't know. So we'll we'll see what shows up there. We'll we'll let you know when we have more information about it. But that's a thing that they're going to work on, and we don't care. We don't. But what I do care about that people are working on is Ape Out. Yes, Ape Out. This is this is a really great reveal. It, it kind of looks like a mix of like Hotline Miami, if you had Winston from Overwatch in it. Yes. You're just running around and flinging people around. And if you didn't know, Winston's my boy. So I, yeah. I was happy about this. I mean, I always like the. I always like the idea of like the the apes. I mean, uh, Whitney refers to them. Uh, well, she refers to chimpanzees as uh, superhuman serial killers, because they have ridiculous strength. And this is what they well, not necessarily grab someone and understand that you're going to shoot guns, but but if a, if an ape really is going after you, you are gone. You oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And and they're going for soft tissues, and so obviously this is They know is where more, your eyes are. They, they eyes, eyes, genitals. That it's what they do. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, but I think this is this is amazing. I like the I like the idea uh, of the game. I like the um, the simplicity in the in the layout and the visuals. That's all I need. Yeah. I mean, you got a, You got a beautiful silhouette of him running around. You got the blood splattering everywhere. And. And because it's because it's that simplistic, procedurally generated, uh, I think that this makes a perfect candidate for Vita. Yes. Put it on Vita. I will buy it. <laughs> I already I already tweeted at him and told them that if you bring it there, I'll buy it. Because if yeah. I, if I if that goes on my PS4, it's gonna sit there, and I'm probably I I might play it once, yep. but I'm not gonna keep playing. Yeah. No, I think v it, Vita yeah. is a, is a perfect thing because you just, you just pick it up, you. Blast through a mission and you smash a bunch, bunch of guys against the wall and then you're done. I'd like to be on Switch. Maybe. Speaking of games that are on Switch, though, mm, let's do that. Yeah, let's do that. So, a new game uh, that's that's been uh, on the horizon for a while. No pun intended for for Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, yeah. So, a uh, new game, Rhyme, uh, that's that's coming out to uh, to PlayStation, to Xbox, and to PC, and to Switch. Later. Uh, later. We are now hearing that Rhyme is coming out later, as you see this PlayStation uh, trailer for this. Uh, Rhyme is coming out later to Switch, which is unfortunate. And the first thing that I thought when I read that was, well, okay, the Switch is you know relatively new. Mm -hmm. Maybe they didn't get their dev kit. They don't feel comfortable about it. They got to optimize it and polish it and everything. Yeah. Okay, okay, I'm okay with that. I understand. Yeah. And then we hear the news about the price. <laughs> so, yep. so on the Switch, uh, so uh, every, everywhere else it's going to be thirty dollars mm -hmm. uh, on on PS4, on uh, Xbox, but on the Nintendo Switch, the game is going to be forty dollars. Yep. Regardless of whether you buy digital, physical, whatever, it's going to be $40. That's really unfortunate. Um, 
And again, my first thought when reading that, and, and yours maybe when I said that was, oh, well, you know, they're on cartridges now. And the cartridges, historically, cartridges used to cost more to produce. That's mm -hmm. why the N64, uh, they had a le less margin on the N64 games versus uh, the PlayStation games. And that's one of the big reasons why Nintendo moved to an uh, optical uh, system slowly, but they ended up moving to a weird proprietary yeah. optical disc. Except uh, the the tweet and interview about this, uh, the, uh, uh, the head of, uh, uh, of the studio said... Tequila Works. Tequila Works, yes, thank you. Uh, the head of the head of Tequila Works said, we price that based on development costs and, uh, publish and publishing essentially like uh, producing the actual physical product. But no the, more their heroes. Answers, their answers are not making sense. No, no more heroes. Uh, not no more heroes. Sorry, has been heroes. I keep doing that. I, I never I correct you because Constantly. I never know which one it is. Constantly. So has been heroes on the Nintendo Switch. It comes out of the uh, supposed to come out in in March. Uh, is twenty dollars. Mm -hmm. I've got it pre-ordered. Twenty dollars. Yes, yep. they're going to change it. Uh, <laughs> but that's twenty dollars. There are a bunch of other games that are around the twenty thirty dollar mark. Yeah. I I don't see how this game can. I don't see why it's forty dollars in comparison to all the other games that are coming out for Switch that are thirty, twenty, forty. I mean, Switch has a varying price so and uh, a lot it, of these games. It does, especially for what I would consider personally. I would consider this what a double A game. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what you call this. It's not a triple A title. Right. It's kind of indie. Mm -hmm. But it's got enough of budget, enough polish, and, and it's 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 a big 3D indie game. So so I don't like to I don't like to I mean it is it is kind of independent, but but I want to make sure that there's a oh spotlight. it's definitely independent because it, it started with Sony. Yes, now they are independent. But I want to spotlight it and say this is this is different. This is a cut above the rest. This is a very good game. Yeah, but. I still don't think that $40, $40 is still pushing it a little bit, which is unfortunate. Well, and, and if it was $40 everywhere, yes. then that just would have been, okay, there's a $40 game, and that wouldn't have mattered. And if the game you've is said, good enough. Right, and you've, you've said that you want to support indie games on the Switch, but you're not going to pay $10 extra and wait longer for the privilege. Mm -hmm. and, and I don't... If they're saying that this costs more to develop... Then you either shouldn't have developed it mm -hmm. for the Switch, or you just should have eaten that cost. Yeah. Because because whatever money you put into the Switch version, you're not going to get out. This is no. this is going the the Switch. This is hyperbole. Mm -hmm. The Switch is nobody's first console. If you're buying the Switch, you've got another one somewhere. Unless you are uh, a Nintendo only, and I, I'm not going to use the word fanboy, but like you are a Nintendo only... A Nintendo only household. You, yeah, you you play, you're more into the Mario and uh, Mario Kart, Zelda, Metroid, all of those games. Right. You like the casual Splatoon, which there are people who, who really prefer that ecosystem. And they and don't. <laughs> congratulations if you're in one of those households because you are hitting a new stride as far as like positive things because the Wii U was a dark period uh, I, if you're in for the first party. And I know two families that, that that's how their, their ecosystem is. And both of them went from we have a Wii U, we play, we play it to within the first year to the older yeah. kids going, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get stuff on Steam. Uh, and they started playing like, yeah. which is kind of cool because like you, uh, my my nephew's playing like indie games that were on Steam, and I'm like, that's really cool. Yep. Um, 
and he started doing that because he's he's like okay there's more here there's nothing else they're better graphics i'll just do this and he's not even on a he's not on a beast of a machine but it's better here yeah so it's it's unfortunate and i think that nintendo's learned their lesson when it comes to that when it when it comes to uh launching everything all at the once and then coming out as a staggered um, in a staggered fashion, uh, which brings me to a weird bit of news that uh, that I uh, ran into this week. You found news? I did. Sometimes I find news too. No. Not often. <laughs> so uh, the uh, Nintendo Switch has been uh, criticized for its launch lineup, mostly because of the amount of games. Right. So uh, they had a uh, they took the Metacritic scores of all of the launch lineups. Of every modern console from the PS1 on, if you want to call them PS1 modern. Okay. PlayStation 1 onward. And they said, okay, uh, who had the best launch lineup based on Metacritic score uh, and and all of that? So, like, aggregate? Aggregate scores. Okay, 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 okay. Gotcha. Launch for the Nintendo Switch mm -hmm. is number two. Number two. Number two. Uh, okay, hold on. Yep. Fun fact, I actually knew, knew this at one point this past weekend because we're re-recording this and now I can't remember <laughs> we what had, it was. We had, we had to re-record this due to a technical error. Was it GameCube? Yes. Yes. It's GameCube. No one's first choice when I've when I've mentioned this to them. Yeah, it, no it, one like has mentioned I, I, GameCube. I had, I, like, I had to sit there and like, I, I went through all the PlayStations, all the Xboxes, yep. and the Wii and the Wii U, and I couldn't come up with one. I was about to start you literally going handheld. Named, you literally named every all of them. home console. You went Dreamcast. You went Saturn, you went Saturn which was which, actually before. Exactly. I should have brought that. Yeah, I should have stopped you on that one. Yep. But but the fact that uh, that GameCube, it's the the top two are Nintendo. And I find it funny that GameCube is in there because yeah. GameCube is the is the is the forgotten stepchild of Nintendo. But it, it but it. Has has the best Mario Kart. So I uh, had Super Mario Ball and a, a sorry, Su Super okay, Monkey Super Ball, Monkey Ball yeah. Luigi's Mansion, yep. and one other one was the was the Japanese launch. And if you have three titles and Super Monkey Ball is one of them, you're doing well. Yeah, you're you're knocking down. Now I will say the Breath of the Wild is one of the big reasons that the Nintendo Switch scores are Absolutely. so high. Yeah, it's getting like 9.5s and 10s yeah, and perfect scores. If, and... if you take out the people who are who are one-starring it because they never played it, because people are doing that. Well, yeah, but... And they're uh, like, I, there's too much hype around this game and it's a kid's game, one star, and they've never played the game. That bothers me. Um, I, 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 think it's, I think it's a phenomenal game. It's my favorite Zelda game. It's maybe one of my favorite games ever, but it's my favorite Zelda game now. Uh, but in addition to that, you have you have snipper clips, mm -hmm. you have fast RMX, fast remix, however you want to pronounce it. There's a lot of cool fast games. Fast remix. Uh, there's a lot of really cool games that are that are mm -hmm. on there as a launch. Yeah, there aren't that many. Uh, but, but what's the, but what's there is quality, and there's something for everyone, and yes. that's. We'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit with, we the, will. with the console launch. Yes, because the topic of the episode this week is console launch memories and favorite console launch uh, and what makes a good console yeah. launch. Yeah. But on to, on to other news uh, that we had. Uh, we have uh, an interesting game uh, that's been announced. Yes. Uh, Late Shift. Late Shift is, is basically if you took Until Dawn and 
actually I don't know anything about the story, but if, I if, don't you, know if you took if you took Until Dawn and made it less than ten hours, <laughs> because I, I originally wanted to have like a playthrough and I was going to be like, yay, we'll play through this all together, yeah. and then I was like, I'm I can't I can't commit to a ten hour horror game. I'm not I don't I don't think that I can get a party big enough or good enough to be like, yeah, let's play this game for 10 hours. Because, like, uh, we, we went through, like, three months without a Pathfinder match. Something like that. I tried, but... Well, no, 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 no I'm, I'm not... <laughs> but those are three-hour three sessions or so. Yeah. And, and, and so this is going to be, like, a feature-length film where you get to you get to control the characters, which... which choose your own adventure, if you will. Yeah. And yeah. It, was, it was really fun to read because they are talking about uh, the nightmare mm -hmm. of determining continuity for the shots... Because continuity is hard when you're when there's a version of the movie. Yeah. So trying Which, to do that over however many is it's over a hundred decisions. I think it's like hundred and eighty or something. So which decision did you endings. make? What 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 is where are what you? Do what do the characters look like? know? And what do they know? Does anyone? I, I don't. It was it someone injured in one scene? How does yeah. the makeup look on this? And so and and fun fact, there's a platinum on this. So. I will definitely, we will definitely be having a watch party at some point. <laughs> um, and one one thing that I thought would be fun is like, if you get get kind of a small group, because it's going to make you make decisions pretty quickly. Yeah. And then just pass the controller around and everybody gets to, you know, yell out what they think should be happening. Yeah. But you could also make sure that everyone has agency. Especially if it's not too long of a game, you can do that. If it's a three hour yeah. You can you can convince people to come over for you. you go get some pizzas, you get some drinks. Plus, it would be really funny if there's an option like within the first like three minutes mm -hmm. that kills you. <laughs> I hope that's in there an option. You know, jump off the cliff or so you want, step in front of the car. Or so you something. want a Dragon's Lair too? Absolutely. Why isn't that a thing? Well, by the way? okay, okay. You were you're talking Don about Don Bluth. Come on. You were talking about uh, there is. Is there one? Three. Give me another. <laughs> anyway, <One more>. anyway, <laughs> um, I forgot about the second one. But yeah, like like most of the time, like you have to you have to with the choose your own adventure books, you have to put a finger to mark your place and then go You're through. Like, oh and, no! Yeah, because you, you die all the time. Yeah, you do all the time. Yeah, you do. So I think this will be fun. Yeah, and this will this will definitely be out there. Those are the original save states. <laughs> For me. fingers, the original fingers. save states. <laughs> so. uh... Mass Effect. Yes. Multiplayer. Meh. Who, who cares? So, okay, so thankfully these these the multiplayer maps for Mass Effect Andromeda are going to be free. Right. So that's just if you if you have the game, you have the maps. Which is great, uh, because I don't care. And if I want to try yeah, but you, it, but you you don't want to you don't want to split the audience. You don't want to split. The, it's a very good point. They're very good point because uh, with Call of Duty and many other games, that mm -hmm. if you bought this pack or you bought this map, depending on how they sold them, you got to figure out what do you have, and then you always have your friend who's like, "No, dude, you got to buy this and this and this." Yeah, and like I I will I will go I will go and I will pick up Black Ops for sure. I don't, I don't know. Whatever but Call of Duty, whatever Call of Duty is coming out this year, I'll pick it up for a weekend. Yeah. At, via Redbox. Yep. And play with my brothers yep. for a weekend. And then never play again. But I'm not. That. <laughs> but I, I, I also don't want to hamper their ability to go out and see stuff. Yeah. And so this way, everybody that has multiplayer and wants to play multiplayer can play it together. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Plus, Mass Effect is not really about the multiplayer. In that form, at least. Yeah. Uh, it's about the other type of multiplayer. Yep, that, that speaking <laughs> of fingers. 
Um, next up, <laughs> Steam reviews. Yeah. Uh, okay, so they they're there are too many games on Steam. Way too many. But they're they're trying to basically have their cake and eat it too on this one. Steam is the new Wii. Steam is the new app store. Okay, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> You're right on that. Anyway, so uh, the thing that they've been trying to do is is they've tr- been trying to make their reviews more valid. And they, they had like a curation thing for a little while, and then those were getting gamed. And yeah. like there, there's a lot of different ways to make it look like your game is doing slash received better than it actually is. Yeah. And one of the things that Steam is doing to combat it starting this week is that they are they are removing reviews that weren't actually purchased by the person who played them. If you if you get a code, if you get it free as part of a as part of a demo, if yeah. you if you were in the beta and so you got the full product, basically they're they're trying to remove as much bias as possible so that the people who are looking at the game and thinking, should I buy that, yeah. are going to see reviews from people who are in that same boat. Yeah. Which which makes perfect sense because of the, the download codes uh, that devs can just hand out to anybody mm-hmm. or hand out to each other and, and, and then just game the system. Yeah. And, and, and not, even, not even if they're... They might not even be doing it intentionally, but... Uh, the the way that we review the games with gold and the PlayStation Plus games, we review those on on a more for, forgiving, lenient scale yeah, we than we would if we had paid sixty dollars for it. Yeah, I didn't like Lords of the Fallen, but it was as a free okay. game. It was okay, and I had some fun. It was a twenty dollar title. I may go okay. Well, yeah, maybe to kind of pad things out. But yeah. no, we, we're a lot more forgiving in that. I, right, I, we're forgiving because you're already getting them with your 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 for free. You're getting them in the pack in subscription right. thing. So it's more of a this is worth your time yeah. as opposed to. Go this buy it worth, now. This oh, is worth oh your man, money. yeah, yeah. Swindle's still worth your money, though. Swindle is worth your money. So if you, if so you missed that, grab it. If you didn't miss that and you haven't played it, play it. Go play it. Yeah, it's great on every. It's it's interesting on uh, the differences between uh, PS4 and and the Vita in the handheld, like the different layout versions. But I think yeah. I think they're both really good. Yeah. Um, Next thing we have is Guardians of the Galaxy voice cast, Heck which includes yeah. Nolan North because no- Nolan North, yep. Laura Bailey, or uh, or Troy Baker yep. has to be in every game. Yes, it's it's contracted. It's it's obligated. You you, you just have to. That's so true. he's so uh, Nolan North is going to be doing Rocket. that role right there. So which yeah, I, I think I think it's fantastic, and I, Rocket's actually one of my uh, is probably my favorite character uh, of the group. I think Star Lord, of course, is is amazing, and that this is this is when I fell in love with Chris Pratt. Um, yeah, and he and I have had a lot of discussions about this, but this is the moment. That's the moment when we when we you know when I fell in love with him because okay. uh, I didn't watch Parks and Rec until after Guardians of the Galaxy. All right, so. Yeah, but uh, I, I think it's cool that uh, Nolan North is playing Rocket because Bradley Cooper played Rocket in the in the movie, mm-hmm. and he did such a great job of masking his very iconic voice. Bradley yeah. Cooper, I can pick out. I've got certain actors you can pick out pretty easily. Yeah. Uh, Bradley Cooper, I could pick out hearing hearing voice stuff. Jason Bateman, I can pick out with well, like Zootopia and everything. Patrick Warburton, because he's Patrick Warburton everywhere. Everywhere, John John Benjamin. 
was everywhere. Yeah. But I think it's cool uh, that that uh, he did Rocket. He did such a great job as Rocket. And Nolan North, who does a great job as Nolan North, do when yeah. he does voice acting, which I know he knows that you're okay. Nathan Drake is just you know a little amped up version of him, but it's still yeah. Him. To see him do this is really cool because it shows his his uh, versatility. I and I I have tremendous respect for his versatility because of his role in The Last of Us. Yes. Because when you take Nathan Drake and turn him into a spoilers for Last of Us, <laughs> but like he he is he is no longer the the charming suave. Yeah. Let's go commit genocide because that's what Nathan Drake does. He kills thousands of people but everywhere but, he goes. But they're they're bad people. And he's kind of defending According himself. According to whom? He's defending himself. That'll be mm. another topic. We'll talk mm-hmm. about evil. Yeah, we will. We're gonna have a discuss. We're gonna have a, a completely non-gaming, possibly put gaming in there a little bit. Topic Probably. on on morality and and evil. Yeah. Uh, in our in our random thoughts kind of episode. Unrelated like, topics. Unrelated topics. UT episode see. one coming out this week. UT just sounds like something I need to go to the doctor for though. Well, that's only because you have an aversion to Unreal Tournament. Oh, okay. Speaking of things that are not Unreal Tournament, Quake. Yeah. Quake Champions is going to be a free-to-play or you can buy it, which is not a confusing statement from the leader of a dev team at all. Nope. Because if you if you're not a person like we are, uh, if you're not as hard, what am I? What am I talking about? If you're this far into our podcast or YouTube show, then you are hard. <laughs> you know what it you, means. You know what mostly. it means, and you you you're as tapped in as we are into gaming culture and 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 everything. If you're listening to two guys talk about gaming this long, uh, they're they're saying that it's it's free, uh, that it's free to play, or you could buy it, which obviously means that it is going to have some freemium esque uh, things to it. It's going to be free. Yeah. You're going to have things you're, you're going to have. You're going to have the Ranger is, yeah. is basically everybody can play the Ranger. But if yes. you want to play more, then you can you can do this stuff. Which is cool because so we'll, you get a taste. I, I personally would like maybe, uh, I don't know how many classes there are in this. Uh, mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't check, honestly. I should have done my research. Uh, but I don't think there's that many. It's not like an Overwatch. So I don't think there's that no, many. No, so no, adding no. one, okay. I'd like a couple more. But to say, here's the one. You can buy others or you can buy the whole thing. That's yeah. cool because I can I can grab this day one or open beta whenever play it and if i enjoy the energy if i enjoy mm-hmm. the pacing if i enjoy if i have fun like i do with overwatch that's yeah. what got me to get to play overwatch they didn't a free weekend for overwatch that's what you got you, you too yep where you're like okay i had fun with this i didn't think and, i would and team yeah, team deathmatch really and all that kind of but but team deathmatch is is a good place yes. for free to play because you you get this, and then if you're really into it, then you want you want more skins, and you want to collect all yeah. this stuff and, and things like that. So we'll see how that turns out. But um, yeah, so I'll be I'll be trying it at least. Yeah, yeah, and we'll we'll see what happens there. It's pretty cool. Uh, I'm happy about it. And then uh, so we got some other uh, interesting news. Uh, yes, one of one of. Uh, one of my favorite One devs. of your favorite devs is uh, making Capi- a new game. Capybara is, is the people that made Super Time Force Ultra, which, which is so amazing. I always butcher that name. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's Ca- Capybara. STFU. Capybara, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, so Capybara is making a new game, uh, which is okay, KO, uh, and it's uh, the, uh, I guess, a tie-in to the Cartoon Network, I guess you'd consider this a licensed game, uh, to the Cartoon Network uh, cartoon. Right, which isn't actually out yet. Yes. So the, these are these are both coming this year, and I think that's going to be a lot of fun. I think it's cool. Uh, it reminds me of what they did back in the day with Shadows of the Empire, mm-hmm. where you have a you have a you essentially multimedia it, right? So you have the cartoon, yeah, and then you have the game, mm-hmm. and then you may have like a comic book. If they're not doing that already, they're come on. Um, there are so many ways you can hit this. And then they feed into each other because yeah. you, you you start it starts with oh I'm watching the TV show and then you then you talk to your friends about it and they're like hey there's a game out. yeah I played that yeah like yeah so it, it feeds into itself so I think that's really cool uh, I think the uh, the game uh, these guys have just really fun over the top fun games and the premise of the show really really lends itself to to video games yeah because it's uh you're the the main protagonist is is okko and he wants to be a hero and he's so he's pushing forward to be like yeah let's be heroes and i want to be a hero i want to be a hero and he's got no he's got no powers and he's got to level up yeah that's how you do it by tandem camp Speak, speaking of that, like yeah, I was well. I need to listen to Tandem Cannon still because um, I know they're 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 friends of. I haven't met mm-hmm. them, so I can't call them friends of mine yet. They're friends of the show. They're I friends guess. of the show. We call them friends of the show. Yeah. Um, uh, I was gonna say it reminded me of uh, Xavier Woods was on uh, IGN recently, mm-hmm. which I'm a huge fan of Xavier Woods. I love yeah. wrestling, anyways. Uh, but uh, Xavier Woods was on uh, IGN and they were talking about. You know he he's you know constantly working out and he's 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 uh, wrestles obviously and he's traveling. They're like, how do you have time to game? And he's talking about bringing his he brings his PlayStation, a g- giant gaming laptop, and everything in yeah. his bags, and sets them up in the hotel, in the locker room, uh, wherever they are. And he was talking about he views working out as leveling up in real life. Mm-hmm. Because you put you put X amount of uh, time into something and yeah. experience into a specific facet, I leveled up my endurance. Plus, I leveled plus up my strength. I leveled up my strength yeah. and th- this type of strength. So it's he, he views it as, as a way of leveling up. The but skins cool. are way harder to get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that's that's coming to, to PC and console. Yeah. Hopefully this year, sometime is what they're planning for. I hope so. So um, that's that's gonna come out and we'll we'll I'll check it out. Yeah. I think I think that's going to be a, a fairly low cost of entry, and mm-hmm. we'll see how it is. And I'm looking forward to see because I really enjoyed their side scrolling shooter, mm-hmm. and this is going to be a brawler. I think that'll be a lot of fun. Brawler to see how that goes. I, I'm hoping it's coming out on the Switch because, like I said, that my plan is to buy these these indie and third party uh, developers when we get something like this. I want to buy it on the Switch yeah. to show Nintendo that people who have the Switch are interested in these things. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my plan. Hopefully, I'll, I'll probably get it if it doesn't, but. Yeah. Then Um, the last little bit of news that we have this week is Division Year 2 content they've said is being offered for free. Um, We we like free, but it also, a lot of people are seeing this as kind of, well, this is how much they actually care about the content that they're putting out. Yeah, and and that's that's kind of the thing is like uh, when you when you lower prices, you're low you're lowering expectations. Yeah, and uh, 
the the closest comparison is Destiny. And Destiny Year 2, they released Taken King, which a lot of people feel is when that game really took off. Yeah. That's when they found their full footing. And so Division Year 2 is just going to be... I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. So. I, I think that... Uh, I think it's kind of sad that... Um, I mean, it's cool they're doing this for free. Uh, it's kind of sad... Um, because you have people who are you know buying season passes and stuff and I feel you almost feel disenfranchised in this case but uh, but you, this is an example of a of a game that came out that just doesn't um, it did not live up to the hype of either the developer or of the uh, of the gamers themselves or the audience yeah uh, and it didn't live up to uh, what at what one of those groups wanted it to be uh, and and that's unfortunate I think there are three games that, that come to mind with that is is uh, the division no man's sky and Battleborn and all for different yeah. reasons all for different reasons uh, division I think I think overpromised a little bit and also some people got hyped up and thought that uh, it was going to be something quite not quite well the the interplayer dynamic they yeah. played up really as as what Daisy turned out to be yeah coincidentally yep but when they when they pushed it that way there there is a correct slash better way to play this game sure, sure. And, and so that's that's kind of how it how it came out yeah and so it it didn't that didn't really happen that didn't yeah. come together which was unfortunate but uh, yeah so we'll see what if if there is anything that comes out that's interesting yeah but we're really not having very high expectations based on the fact that they're just saying, yeah, it's 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 free. Yeah. Go for it. I'll agree. In Yong Welcome to the topic of the episode show. I'm Patrick. I'm Kevin. And we're here, as we are every week, giving you the topic of the thing that we told you that we wanted to talk about, so we wanted you to tell us to talk about the things that you wanted us to talk about. This week's Thanks topic. for making it succinct as always, Patrick. Yeah! So this week we're going to be talking about console launches mm -hmm. and what specifically makes for a good console launch. Exactly. We have the Switch, mm -hmm. and we have your review up. Yes. Which, you like it. And they they chose part, yeah. to they chose to go a different way with this yeah. console generation launch. They chose to go fewer games and then kind of trickle them out over an extended period of time. Yeah, which which is which is unfortunate, but um, yeah, uh, I think that it's interesting when it, when a uh, when a console launches, there are certain things that that have to. Uh, to gravitate people to buy it. Um, there are certain crowds that are going to buy a new uh, console no matter what, and there are certain uh, people who need to be, uh, you know, essentially sold on it. Yeah. And in my opinion, I think that, uh, that a, for a console to be uh, successful, it needs to have, of course, killer app. You hear that everywhere. Okay, whatever, whatever. It's yeah. not all about the killer app. And, and the PS4 is kind of the example of that because it was... It, sold tremendously yep. without really having a killer app. Yes. And so that kind of feeds into what Chris White said in our mm -hmm. comments. He said that, that there needs to be a game for everyone. Yeah. Because, like, Zelda appeals to most people. Um, Resogun was the PS4 launch game that appealed yeah. to me. That, that, that game was wonderful. Yeah. But, like, uh... You know, there was there was like there was a shooter game, there was a kids game, and there was a 
the spaceship game. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and then for, for the Nintendo Switch, they have Zelda. Yep. And it's the best Zelda ever. And but if you want to call that a killer app, you can call it a killer app. But I don't think that killer apps necessarily define console gaming anymore or does necessarily game, yeah. define gaming. For someone to... Uh, for someone to want to upgrade to the next console or upgrade, even upgrade their PCs, if you want to throw that in there, you need to have uh, you need to have a, a game or an ecosystem that that is a leap either in in graphical fidelity mm-hmm. uh, or or does something that you cannot do elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, the Xbox does the, did this in a very great way. The Xbox uh, Xbox One uh, and the Xbox 360 uh, as well in the way that they uh, handled media. Sony didn't use uh, media and and entertainment aside from gaming uh, as their main focus. Yeah. So Sony was appealing to the core gamers, and Xbox went more with, uh, we're going to do everything for you with this box. Two different ways uh, of tackling this uh, subject. And the Switch uh, and the recent uh, launch has not decided, oh, we're going to be the best gaming system. It can't be fidelity-wise, but they said, we're going to make it flexible for you. Yeah, and it, it brings it brings something that that you can't get anywhere else. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the key yeah. is to give you something, whether whether it's an experience, whether it's a game, whether it's the versatility Xbox One brought, whether mm-hmm. it's the portability that the Switch brought. Yeah. It needs to give you something that you can't get anywhere else. Yeah. And um, Nintendo Switch launches. It doesn't have Netflix and Hulu and what have you. And it's like, okay. I didn't. I didn't need it for that. I didn't. It'll be nice when it comes out, yep. but n- nobody's buying this to be that. It'll out. It'll be out definitely before the end of the year. Uh, I'm gonna guess before fall. Um, I'm gonna guess it's gonna come tr- sometime around the around the summer, um, because they said they've they've been working on it. They mm-hmm. didn't think they didn't think as many people would clamor for it at the beginning because Nintendo yeah. doesn't know what they're doing half the time. Uh, but the the console itself to take it uh, the uh, in dock mode and TV mode with a pro controller, mm-hmm. it is. It's it's great. Uh, Zelda's running at uh, 30 frames a second at 900p, and everyone goes, "That's disgusting and that's slow." 720. Uh, no, uh, no, 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 no. When it's docked, when it's, docked, okay, docked, okay, it's okay. 900. And you know what else is 900p? Xbox One, a lot of them. Uh, Xbox One Mass Effect. So, yeah, if you want to trash one console versus another, there you go. Yeah, you can play it on PC, blah blah blah, whatever. Um, <laughs> but I can take Zelda with me. Yeah. And play it anywhere, and that's really cool. I, I've uh, I've brought around uh, my Switch since I got it. Uh, I've brought it around. Uh, people in the office have played it, uh, and to be able to bring it around like that, and I kind of went to multiple people's houses to show them the console when it came out, yeah. as a way to kind of to kind of get it in people's hands to say, hey, what do you think of this, and and kind of enjoy this with me, because the the console is a lot about that group experience. Yeah. So I think that made Switch successful when it came to that. And uh, this is the strongest Nintendo launch ever. So that says something. Yeah. So what makes you want to buy a console at launch? And for the record, I don't buy them at launch because the, the first generation, 
you don't know if it's gonna work. You don't. Uh, like after after a certain point, there's there's a lot of history of like the the Red Ring of Death and the PlayStation Two consoles that wouldn't read discs after yep. a while, and like it's it's a lot riskier to buy a Gen One console than it used to be. Yeah, the disc drives that were failing in the PS3 and uh, Xbox Xbox One has had a couple disc drive issues as well. Uh, you have the famous one of the Xbox Xbox 360 that would scratch all your discs. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, there's there's all kinds of uh, interesting things. I don't normally buy uh, consoles on launch. Uh, I decided to in this case uh, because I kind of wanted to be an early adopter. Yeah, I wanted to be an ambassador because I thought Switch was going to be uh, going to be a very interesting and you know, interesting uh, console. Yeah, uh, and I thought it really and it appealed to me and Zelda. And I'm not regretting it. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. There you go. Yeah. So tell us your stories and tell us how you would launch a console if you had a multi-million dollar company that made gaming machine things. (laughs) So that's what we got for this week. Uh, Catch us next week when we'll be talking about free-to-play. Yes. Does it work? Do they know things? How do they they make it work? how, how, How does it work? When does it work? Why doesn't it work? And why don't you play them? Yes. We'll see you guys later.